Welcome to my podcast with me, Dr. Kate Bartram-Brown, interviewing successful people that I know personally that all have something in common. Yes, they all use magic, the hidden sciences and the mystery school lineage to create success in the modern world. Hello and welcome. We are live. So if you're tuning into the podcast or you might be watching on YouTube, welcome, welcome, welcome. And you may have been uh, catching up with what we've been doing recently. And I've been doing little short 10 minute interviews, just finding out how uh, the real story about people's journey in the mystery school. And um, we're joined today by the lovely Julie. How are you? I'm fabulous, Kate. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. So pleased that you are on today. And I was wondering, we do only have a short amount of time, and I know there's a, a whole, uh, you know, story, um, but if we could tell us a little bit about your life before mystery school, what classes that you took, and then what your life is like now, that would be amazing. Yes. So it's a little bit hard to think back to before mystery school. I don't know if other people have said that to you, but there's sort of like this big shift that happens in your life. And so you really do have to like dredge back those memories. But um, I, you know, I was very interested in the world. And so I studied biology. I was a scientist, like that was my identity. I was a scientist. And I also got had the opportunity to travel. And I lived in China for a little bit. And then I lived in Israel. And that's where I did my master's degree in biology. And it's so funny. So I left Israel. And uh, I actually had a spiritual awakening as I was returning to the U.S. with my master's degree at the age of about 26. Um, and it shifted my perception of the world and who I was, what I was doing here, and actually my perception of science, too. And I went back to Israel about a few years ago now after the mystery school, and I saw some of my old coworkers from the lab. I went to a friend's wedding and they were like, oh, it was so funny. We just thought that you were a sad person. But I don't remember being a sad. I didn't think I was sad then. Like, I wouldn't have said that about myself. But my coworkers were like, oh, we just thought that you didn't like Israel. We just thought that you were sad here. But the truth was that I was actually, like, you know, depressed. But I didn't relate. I didn't think I was a depressed person. But that was very clearly the way that other people perceived me. Um, and so I was bringing that energy. I had a spiritual awakening, which was very beautiful. And I, of course, tried to just continue living my life as if nothing had happened and wanted to go back um, to normal, whatever that meant. Uh, and I couldn't, as you might imagine. Um, and I eventually found my guide in the mystery school, Ariana Bain, who was very, very patient with me because I was uh, very skeptical, very mental. Um, I really wasn't, although I had had this awakening, I wasn't really open, but I was unhappy. I was deeply, deeply unhappy. And that was starting to become apparent even to me, not just to my coworkers now. I now was understanding that I was unhappy. And, um, so I eventually, I had meditated with her many times and I felt that that was very beautiful, very profound. So I did the life activation with her. And that was when my doubt started to lessen. I was still not sure, but the three months immediately after the life activation were so full of joy and creativity and 
just feelings that I didn't even really know were possible for me to have and a daily existence, a daily way for myself. And so I then I said, okay, we'll do this Empower Thyself class. But then I'm really, I'm gonna just stop after that. And so of course I did the Empower Thyself class and immediately went online and looked for the next Healers Academy, which was happening in three weeks. So that was a little bit too tight of a turnaround for me. So I ended up going actually to the UK. I went to um, London. Yay! And it, <laughs> Yeah, about six, five or six years ago, it was so, such a beautiful experience. And that, um, it brought me into my heart in this way that I haven't ever really experienced before or after. For a very long period of time, I was just, just there in my heart to the point where now, instead of people saying to me, oh, I thought you were just unhappy, like, you know, whatever. They're saying to me, where are you from? You're not from here. Something's different about you. And it was that, it was because I was just so, you know, in my heart and peaceful. And um, with progression, we don't always stay in those places, right? There's always that next thing. And there was definitely a, a driving in my soul onward. So I did the ritual master path, which starts to bring in that warrior energy. And they say it's the hardest path on earth and it is, it will challenge you. I'm not going to lie to the audience here, but what is life? Uh, without challenge, you know, really is this opportunity for us to discover our strength. And actually there can be joy and challenge. Um, a teacher, Alexander Cheho, who teaches Warriors of Light and really teaches the warriors. She was uh, giving teaching a class uh, in June in Boston, where I'm from. And she's like, you know, there's joy in battle. And I thought, yeah, I guess there is. So that ritual ambassador path, although it is challenging, there's a lot of joy and beauty there. And then in the last uh, two years, I went to the guide training where now I can teach the Empower Thyself class, which was such a shift for me in my life. And I always talk about it like a line was drawn in the sand. And that way that I was existing before that was bringing me so much unhappiness, it's not even really excess. I mean, there's no reason I would wanna go back to that. But even if I fell back or something happened, I, I can't really access that anymore that part of me is gone and not for the good i'm very grateful for that so now i'm able to perform that for other people through the initiation into the lineage which is such a a beautiful um and wonderful task to have and i'm here in brazil live i'm headed to uh third step ritual master training which is the final official initiation in the mystery school so davina kate does that mean that i'm done after this well, this is the thing, isn't it, with the mystery school? That the most amazing thing is, is that it will always keep going. There's always another level, so you'll have to wait and see. I guess is the is the answer. Oh my goodness, I am so happy to hear your story, and I and I've been fortunate enough, enough to be able to watch you grow as uh, uh, you know as you because you came to London and and I saw and and you have you know changed dramatically um you know in, in the time that I've known you as well and it's so interesting when you point those things out I think that we can all relate to that you know how we might have looked pre-mystery school and 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 how people perceived us and how they perceive us now so it's a really interesting point what I want to ask is you, you know you've got this science background and you know in your daily life do you find that um 
you know, having that science background, you know, and, and you know, the metaphysical training, do, do you find that that um, helps more? Do you, do you find that? It's so interesting. So I taught max meditation, which is a meditation you learn in the Healers Academy training. I taught it multiple times a week for like four or five years. And I taught it in Boston in the Cambridge area where we have so many scientists. And so the meditations would always have like a scientific component. Like we would look about, we would breathe in and we would watch the flow of oxygen and how that was going within the blood cells. And then we would exhale carbon dioxide. And there was this very spiritual component to it, but extremely scientific. And uh, it really helped me understand that actually the the two aren't separate and they're they're very, very united. And absolutely that scientific knowledge, um, I, I, it was more that I was starting to weave the spiritual spirituality into the scientific knowledge and gain a deeper understanding actually of the science through that. And um, yeah, there's just been, it's interesting. We all, it's the mysteries, right? And so we're all uh, studying within the same school, but we're each learning slightly different things. And so, especially in the beginning of my journey and then through uh, serving people who are scientists, I actually learned a lot about science uh, and the beauty that, that that's there. It's funny though, there was in me, I think because I was so attached to being a scientist, I really had to let that go for a, a pretty long period of time. And only recently I've started to really embrace that side again in a more balanced way where I don't need it to have all the answers for me, but I can honor it as a powerful tool to explore reality and to explore this world. My goodness. I know. Thank you so much for sharing. And I know that's going to be a big inspiration for a lot of people out there because I feel, you know, um, that there's a big part of our community who are science-based mindset. And they sometimes, you know, discount, um, you know, such things as meditation and what have you, because they, they don't feel like the two worlds uh, marry and actually they do very much and I'm glad that you explain that and you know and and your own uh, journey um, is a testament to that so uh, I think that's going to help a lot um, of people out there so thank you so much for sharing your journey and have the most amazing time in Brazil um, with our you know with everybody from around the world and um, we will hope uh, to see you again soon Yes, thank you so much for having me. And bye, everybody. Take care. Take care, everyone. Bye.